Welcome to the As You Go podcast. Helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome back to As You Go and our series on the book of James. In this series, we have seen that James is focused not just on what we believe, but on how what we believe changes the way that we live. James has given us some great instructions about living out our faith so far, and there's a lot more to come. But before we get into that, let's review some of what we've talked about so far. As we talked about, James was one of Mary and Joseph's sons, kind of the brother of Jesus. He wrote this letter called James about 14 years or so after Jesus' death and resurrection. He wrote it to people around the world who had believed in Jesus in order to help them grow in their understanding of how their faith changes their lives. So far, in the last five episodes, we've talked about how faith must be backed up by action. If we believe something, then it will show in how we live. Not only that, but James has taught us how we should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. He taught us not to show partiality by treating some people as more deserving of the good news of Jesus than others. Finally, last week, he taught us about the balance between faith and works, and we used the example of a tree to better understand it. Our faith is like our roots, and when our roots are healthy, we should grow. The natural result of good roots of faith are good works. Now, for today, James is going to talk about something super important, but also super hard. So, let's dive in. What do you think is the most powerful part of your body? Your arms are pretty strong. They can lift a lot of things. Maybe you thought of your legs. They're pretty strong too, probably stronger than your arms. The muscles in your legs are big and powerful. Perhaps you even thought of your heart. Well, your heart's certainly important. It's always working and beating, which makes it pretty powerful. But what if I told you the most important part of your body was something else, something in your mouth? What if I told you that your tongue was the most important part of your body? Well, that seems kind of strange, right? Your tongue is definitely not as strong as your arms or legs, and it certainly doesn't seem as important as your heart. But your tongue is powerful because it can do a lot of good or a lot of bad. James understood this well. Which is why he says in James chapter 3, verses 3 to 5, If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a very small part of our bodies, yet it boasts of great things. Do you get what James is saying? First, he talked about a bit in a horse's mouth. A bit is the metal bar that goes in the horse's mouth that's connected to the reins. That little piece of metal helps the rider to pull and steer the whole big horse. Or James gives the example of a ship. Ships are big and sometimes fast and powerful, but they are steered by that tiny little wing on the bottom of the back of the boat called the rudder. 
Just like both of those small things make a big difference in the direction of the horse or the ship, James says our tongues are the same way. And guess what? He isn't just talking about your tongue by itself. Sure, your tongue helps you taste and can help you make funny faces if you stick it out. But one of the best things about your tongue is how it allows you to speak. When James talks about the tongue being powerful enough to direct and steer our whole lives, he's really talking about our words. Our words are powerful. They have an impact. Once they are said, they cannot be unsaid. Our words carry meaning and weight. So, we must choose carefully, because our words can have big consequences. Our tongues can be very powerful. Now, there's much more to learn from James about our tongues and our words, but first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Your Tongue. That strange, bumpy red slug in your mouth is actually pretty great. Don't believe me? Try eating an ice cream cone or a popsicle without it. Tongues are awesome. They help us taste things, talk, and even make super funny faces and make fun sound effects like... Because of our tongues, we can make the T sound, the D sound, and even sing those fun la-la-la-la-las at Christmas time. And if you're like 80% of the population, you can even roll your tongue up like a burrito. Go ahead, see if you can. Yes, tongues are pretty great, so go ahead and show some appreciation for your tongue today by sticking it out and saying, Thank you, tongue. Our tongues are powerful and important because the words they help us to say matter. Our words can have serious and lasting consequences. We can hurt someone's feelings with our words. We can lie. We can be dishonest or disrespectful. And once those kinds of words are said, there's no taking them back. Once they are out, they are out. But our tongues can also help us to do good things. We can be encouraging, kind, and respectful. We can share helpful knowledge. We can even tell others about Jesus. The difference comes down to control. Do you have a tongue that is under control? Or do words just kind of come out of you without you thinking about it? The truth is, we could all use a little more training in controlling our tongues. Which leads us to our verse of the day. Today's verse is James chapter 3, verses 7 and 8, and will be read by my son Drew, because he's home for a sick day. For every kind of beast and bird, every reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. Thank you, Drew, for reading James 3, verses 7 and 8, our verse of the day. Mankind has proven that we are pretty good at taming wild animals. I've seen well-trained lions and tigers at the circus, or even an incredible performance by a killer whale. Like James says, all kinds of animals have been tamed by people. And yet, for some reason, we all seem to have a hard time taming and training our tongues. James says our tongues are a restless evil, full of deadly poison. That sounds pretty serious. But that's just how serious our words can be. The words we choose to say or not to say really do matter. 
I think that one of the biggest reasons that it's hard for us to tame our tongues is because words come out so easily. They don't always feel like a restless evil or deadly poison when we're saying them. It's just too easy to say whatever we want sometimes. Not only that, but training and taming our tongues is hard. Taming and training a wild animal takes a lot of time and patience. You have to be consistent, work hard, and build habits. It's the same way with our tongues. Taming the tongue takes time and practice. We have to start by understanding how much our words matter. Then we need to start taking small steps to correct ourselves, build new habits, and replace negative or hurtful words with positive and kind ones. But in all of it, we always have to remember that we need God's help. Remember, we aren't earning our eternal life by doing or saying the right things. Instead, as we grow to love Jesus more and more, we should want to change our words in a way that pleases Him and brings Him glory. As we finish up for today, parents be honest and kind in telling your kids some specific ways that you would like to see their words change. Try and be patient and helpful in leading them to build habits and make changes to tame their tongues. Finally, if you're feeling really brave, ask your kids for their honest opinion about how they feel that you come across in the way that you speak. Try and listen with grace and make changes if necessary. Let's pray as we finish for today. God, while we are certainly grateful for our tongues, we also recognize that they are powerful. Help us to tame them, control them, and use them to glorify you. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. We hope you're having a very merry Christmas season so far. There's a lot more good stuff coming up from the book of James, so stay tuned in the coming weeks. Special thanks to Drew for reading our verse of the day on his poor little sick day. Aspen Grove Church has been really busy this Christmas. We just finished up the Joy Project, and we were able to provide gifts for 36 local kids in the foster care system. And now we're gearing up for our Christmas Eve service at 5 o'clock on Christmas Eve. We'd love for you to come visit us that day at the American Academy on Monsenbacher Road. For more information about Aspen Grove Church, go to www.aspengrovechurch.org. I'm Matt Funk, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.